With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. In five, four, three, two. Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Stop what you're doing right now because it's time to dive deep into 90 News. All the latest news and rumors coming out of your favorite zip code with your hosts, Pete Ferrero and Melanie Rose. Oh my God, I can't believe what I just heard. And it's time for another 90 News. Melanie, um, I'm, <laughs> I only can see you in the, in, the, in the room here. What were you doing during the, uh, the intro of 90 News? Um, I was busting a move, Pete. I was <laughs> showing my rhythm and my beat, you know, for uh, behind the scenes. So unfortunately, talk. no one else got to see that. Yes. Um, I, I wish I wish everybody got to see it. It was great. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. This is really exciting. A lot of cool stuff happening this past week. Before we get into everything else, did you happen to catch uh, Brian's uh, documentary. It's not his documentary, but it's Punky Brewster's documentary. Uh, on, and I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later. I watched it yesterday. The 90 Kid or 90s Kid? Kid 90, yes. Kid 90. I have not watched it yet, but I will be ordering Hulu and watching it this weekend, um, coming off the heels of re-watching the original Punky Brewster. So it's very timely, and I, I can't wait. I'm very excited. Um, what about you? Have you watched it I yet? I did watch it. Yeah, I, I dug it. I dug it. Seeing all those home movies and some of the 90s kids that I grew up watching on TV, and some of them that sadly passed on was really, really fascinating, a fascinating watch. So I think we should do something since we are 90 News. I just invented this right now. How about next week on 90 News, we do 90s memories together? You know what I mean? Some of our sure. 90s kid memories. You know, we'll get some friends and bring them on. Okay, so that's I it. love that. Let's do it. All right. Well, speaking of ideas and things that are coming to Beverly Hills 90210 show, we've been trying to put this thing together for a while now. And we're finally going to, we finally worked out the kinks yesterday, but I'm sure there's a few more kinks. <laughs> yes. We had a very long Zoom and text conversation to dial in the name and hashtags and all that fun stuff. <laughs> so on April 7th, we're celebrating the one year anniversary of the Beverly Hills 90210 show. And we're bringing you Story Slam 90210. Um, it's we, what we're gonna do is, since we all have these cr crazy fantasies of where we would have landed in the Bever world of Beverly Hills 90210, you know, I obviously would have dated Claire. Uh, I don't know what your what your story will be yet, but we want to know what your story is. And our two experts who have created so many iconic 90210 stories, will massage these stories and put you into the world of Beverly Hills 90210. We want everyone to play. So to give everybody an example, why don't we bring on our friends? Hello. Hello. Good, good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Good evening, wherever time it is. Wherever you're watching. You're watching this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is exciting, but we are going to be doing Story Slam 90210. Much props to Larry Mullen for the name, Story Slam. Uh, <laughs> I keep punching at it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to hit something eventually. Lot of um, oh, exactly. After 50 rejects, uh, you know, good job. <laughs> <laughs> just got to reach back into the old, you know. Wrestling. 
wrestling, wrestling like but also poetry. Also poetry. I was thinking of Lindsay. I didn't want to mention it to you, but you know, I was thinking of Lindsay used to do those uh, poetry slams at University of Pennsylvania. Right. So it is, so it does have a literary mention also besides Lindsay, being summer slams. Because we mentioned this, we're gonna. It's it, not newsworthy, but it was. Um, Lindsay was in a, the, the the name of the group was called the Exelano Project at Penn, and when she started, they you know they have a national slam of all the colleges, and when right. she started, Penn came in third place, and the next year when she was a junior, they came in second place, and the year she was a senior, she wasn't one of the poets, but she directed them, and they came in first place. Wow. beating the University of California, Berkeley. And as I told Lindsay at the time, it will be the only time in my life that I root against Cal. <laughs> so, you know, um, and she did, she wrote some great poems. And although this even wasn't her best poem necessarily, it's the most memorable line given the proclivities of this show, when she started out once and her, her poem started, Willie Nelson smokes weed. <laughs> all so, on that note, <laughs> you know, that's, that's oh, you know, I used to have a professor, you had to put one true fact on your paper just to make sure you wouldn't get a zero. So he suggested <laughs> Marilyn Monroe is dead. So everyone would write Marilyn Monroe is dead on the beginning of the paper. <laughs> <laughs> including Bill Clinton. Including Bill Clinton. So, Chuck, let's talk about Story Slam 90210. Um, what can we expect? What can fans expect from this? And then we're going to tell you how to do how to do the instructions on how to do this and submit. But uh, what, what's your thoughts on on doing all this? Well, you know, we had such a good time when we did the. Any time that our podcast becomes a fan centric. Whether we, I mean, those who aren't joining us for the after party are, are missing a party. Mm. And A, and B, you know, when we did the Brenda Kelly and it was really, what do the fans think? This came out of that 90210 show tradition. And the idea that, um, you know, how many ways can can we tell stories in, in, in under the rubric of, fan fiction or in the writer's room. And we start with this story slam that, that actually came together from one of our fans, right, Larry? That's correct. I, I want to give a shout out. I know she must be listening. A, a fatty in Belo Horizonte, Brazil. Talking to her yesterday, she talked about thoughts about herself and how she was in the beginning of college as herself in, in California University and kind of had a thing for Dylan and got in the middle of the triangle herself. I love it. It was really wonderful. And I just hadn't heard that take of anybody. So I wanted to share it with the guys and everyone just said, hey, let's 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 take that and see if we can run with it a bit. So thank let's you. Start with that. Yeah, absolutely. Step one, yes. So we have a couple of rules. Um, you know, the I, I believe it has to be the the whatever story you insert yourself into a story. You're the other person who works at the Peach Pit with Brandon, and Nat asks you to do something, blah, and then it goes. You need three episodes. Goes over three episodes, right. and it doesn't have to be part of an existing episode. So, right, Larry? I mean, that. Yeah, I mean, we're be, talking about a beginning, a middle, and an end. Is what you're saying, right? Basically. With the three, right. so a beginning, a middle, and an end, which is our story. And you, I think you right. can put yourself in the story and how it might change. Like, so take a traditional storyline from from a three episode arc or, or one episode where they have a whole story in it, and and just see how if you were in it, you would change the episode, and we'll just have a little bit of fun with it. We'll start it off, and we'll help you out as we guide guide you along. All right. For example, right. 
There's, yes. here's, here's one for example. Okay. I, I'm also working at with uh, Claire and David, right? They have the, they have the, the TV class that they're doing, the film class. And I am uh, one of the people that works there. I'm an editor. I want to be an editor. So I bump into Claire, uh, you know, at one of these events. And she's really upset because David didn't get the, the uh, Unreal World cast together. So me and her become really very close. And I'm the reason that David and Claire eventually break up. But nobody knows this because I'm, they don't follow my story. <laughs> you know, is this is this something that could happen uh, for fans in in this story slam? What do you guys think of it? Well, I think yeah, I think first of all, then David comes in and wonders uh, why with Claire they have a little like, why are you talking to Pete? Like, what's with you and Pete? And there's a little scene there. They have a little bit of a fight, and, and she gets a little bit pissed. And then now, Pete, you're you're not your stalking her, but you actually meet her again in the in the, in the commissary or whatever. And uh, and again, David sees you. Now it's getting serious. So David basically, you know, he says, "Listen, Pete." Uh, I got to get this off my chest. You know, what the heck's going on? And you, and you say to him, David, she's fair game. I don't see any ring on her finger. I don't see any like ring around her neck. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe you've got to learn about what makes a woman happy, David. I happen to know that. And you kind of really put him in a dumber move. So there's one. And then, of course, David uh, goes berserk and tries to get Peter kicked out of California University when <laughs> he finds out that Peter doesn't pay tuition. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So how did that happen? So in other words, you can see how we built on a story. We had an right. idea. Larry took it. I took it another way. And that's what we're going to do. You're going to present your beginning, middle and an end. I think Pete and Melanie are going to be the screeners. Maybe we get our friend from Brazil to be part of that since she, was, you know, but a, a little group of experts who will bring story ideas to um, the very, the, the Larry and I, Larry being the producer and Charles being the network. I love it. So, you know, uh, and, I, you know, so I've always wanted to treat people really poorly. So get ready because that's going to be my, you know, what are you thinking? And Larry, of course, will be the good cop because he likes being the good cop. I try to make things work. Um, yeah, I think what, what I'm seeing now is, you know, you're taking this whole tangent in the story, but then basically it comes back, it kind of brings David and Claire back together and they, that episode picks up. So we're, we're opening up an episode so you can fit yourself in and then going back to the episode almost. It feels like yes. that. Yes. Like, the, the uh, you know, the, the episode you missed when we had the guest star, you. Well, me and, me and Claire. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, exactly. Me and Claire. And you know what? <laughs> Because we are, you know, we're, we're with the kind of people that we are. If somebody comes something that's quite, let's say we said, okay, these are the rules, but somebody comes up with something that's that's just slightly out of bounds, not too far, and and takes it a different way, that it doesn't get right back to what Larry just said. Maybe we'd be interested in at least featuring that or having you. We would have you modify it, try to get yeah. it to what we need it to be. Because Larry's the producer and I'm the network, and there will be lots of benefits. Uh, to play this one, because this is the one that is 
open to anybody, right? You don't have to yes. be a Patreon. No, no, any, anybody that wants to play can play this game. And we're going to have some of you come on the show and tell your stories. And it's gonna, we're going to do a, like a live writer's room. It's going to be so much fun. I just want to add that Claire and I do catch up after she moves. And we wind up being together for, for I was going to say, we didn't really have any kissing in any of this stuff. So I would have liked to at least... In the, in the dark room closet or in the editing room, there was something happening there. You kind of brushed against her. You wound up kissing her. Dave, you know, it's all happening. Yeah, I have kissing yes, in my story. Before ahead, you no. do, Melanie, obviously, I would want to have there to be some angle that uh, one of the real problems that that they bond over is Peter's dyslexic. That's right. Yes. Social exactly. issues. So Larry, exactly. I'll be looking for the kissing. I'll be looking for the social relevance. That's fantastic. Yes, I absolutely. I was all my edits, all my edits come in backwards. <laughs> okay, so I was having trouble deciding what to do, whether I was going to do a Dylan thing, maybe a Jamie Walters thing, but I went a little obscure. Okay, so I like Peter Krauss, Jay Thurman, and I would have loved him to stay on the show longer. So while Andrea is dating Jay Thurman, I meet him in a coffee shop somewhere. We have some friendly political banter. I don't know he's dating Andrea. He gives me his number. We hook up. Um, Andrea finds out. She gets very upset. She goes running to Brandon, and Brandon was already jealous of her and Jay. So, of course, that propels them into sleeping together. And then Andrea actually gets pregnant from that one-time oh. thing with Brandon. And the kicker of it all is that while me and Jay Thurman are involved, somehow I managed to turn him into a Democrat, and he never goes to Houston to work for CNN. And me and Jay live happily ever after, and... Yeah, so yeah. it's an Andrea triangle. And what I happened to the baby, the pregnant Andrea? Did she have an abortion? You know what? That is to be determined. Um, that so that, that, that could go either way. No, no, of course, it's television. If, if, if there's a pregnancy, an unwanted pregnancy, and it, it involves a star, they unfortunately will have a miscarriage sometime in the first trimester. Yeah, she smelled Beverly Snow in Beverly Hills. Don't oh, have no. to, because, because, you know, I'm the network. We ain't doing abortion, girl, guys. Exactly. Yeah, not yet. Not on really advertising supported. Uh, I'm going to be Chuck. I'm going to fight for it. I want that abortion, Chuck. I'm going to the wall. Yeah, well, what are you going to give me, you know? Yeah. All right. I'll fire one of my hands. So anyway, we're going to have a... We're going to have a good time doing this, and and it's it, it's the first of, of of maybe two to three of these. I'm, I'm on a call. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> these are the people. This family lives next door to the Walsh family, and they're always <laughs> arguing. And so finally, uh, Brandon Brandon goes to uh, to say what's wrong with the family, and somebody on the other side of this where these argumentative people live. The Rosen family come over and they get really close with the Walshers. And, uh, and they so they bond over these noisy people here. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. That's the comedy runner of our, of the episode we're going to put together. You missed a great one, Larry. You missed a great one. Good. Sorry. Chuck, it's important for you to say what you just said about this is not going to be the only one of these that we do in, in, in you know of the show. We're going to be doing some other ones. Uh, down the line, some some bigger ones and more and pro different division. versions. It's story slam yeah. pro division. There's a step yeah. up. As will the prizes for um, coming in first, second, and third. Right. 
Yep. And we need to tell people how to submit their pitches. Yes. So to submit your pitch for how you would insert yourself into a beginning, middle and end 90210 story, uh, DM us, message us on any of the Beverly Hills 90210 show social media channels, Instagram, Twitter or Facebook. Uh, You may also post your pitch video, which should be 30 seconds or less to your own social media and tag it with Story Slam 90210. Um, and that's how we're viewing them. So send them to us via DM, post them on your social media, and we're so excited to watch your 30-second or less pitches. Okay, well, listen, guys, it's Beverly Hills 90210 Show on Instagram and Facebook and at 90210 Show on Twitter. You're going to send us a 30-second video uh, telling us your story, and uh, we're going to get somebody to take a look at some of these. We're not playing favorites. You don't have to be on Patreon. Uh, you could be anyone that has ever watched our show, and you're going to insert yourself into a story through seasons one through seven. I think that's really important note. Yeah. And the important addendum is, remember, Larry and I are not involved with this phase at all. We don't know what Pete and Melanie are picking, what they like, nothing. We only see it when it gets down to the three to four to five choices that the people really like. And then we start developing those with the writer. Yep. Probably live, right? In yeah, a, on, in that's a, on the show. That's the show. Yeah, we'll start show. doing these on the show, yeah. That's right, on, on the show. So we've been saying five. I don't know what it'll be. And then we'll work something out. It'll come back to us in the follow-up one, and we'll uh, uh, choose one and begin to um, write a script, I guess. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> Larry, did you have something? No, no. So that's going to be all good. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and so make sure you start sending us the DMs immediately at Beverly Hills Now to a No Show. And we're going to get some fun ones out there. And you can all start seeing what these look like. And uh, you heard M- Melanie and I's. It's going to be a lot of fun. We can't wait for it. It's Story Slam 90210 on April 7th. What's your 90210 story? It's the one year anniversary show of the Beverly Hills 90210 show. Yay! That's exciting. Okay. Um, where are we going? Uh, why don't we talk quickly about our show next week on Wednesday and what everybody can expect? All right. So this is going to be exciting. Larry and I sort of developed this out of nowhere late last night. California University 101, right? We're going to open the doors to uh, creating the college, talking about how you develop some of the characters, um, the, the school itself. And, of course, we're going to talk about the episode Little Fish, which has got registration and uh, so we're reaching out to a whole and bunch Brenda of Brenda and Dylan and Brenda yes. and Dylan. So we're reaching out to a whole bunch of people to have them join us. But that is going to be the topic. California University 101. Hey, uh, Larry, anything you want to say about what we should expect from these from this? This is when you first came into. Yeah, Not- well, you know, <laughs> that's when Chuck and I first met, you know. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was just a really a big break for me because I was coming out of action adventure at that point. I was coming off of Renegade, which was a, a kick em up show with Lorenzo Lamas, hmm. filmed in San Diego. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, it's a, you know, it was a big deal. It changed my life, really. So thank you, Chuck. And, uh, yeah, no, it should be a lot of fun because it really all of a sudden opened the whole show up. You know, it had to create a whole other world after, you know, four, four, three years of, uh, of high school. Yeah, and it was a you know I wasn't aware of the pressure. Chuck will talk about the pressure. I just was you know just enjoying the, the you know the whole palette of things available to us and and all the you know this the great you know romantic stuff we could do. And I was lucky enough to have that first episode, which really had some lovely uh, triangle stuff with uh, Brenda, Dylan, and Kelly, mm. as well as setting up all the other uh, a lot of the uh, personalities in the college who would be with for a while. Yeah, and and, and the keg house. Right. right. So. 
all of those institutions. And, you know, for me, when I think of season four, you guys have all heard me say this. Um, I always look at 90210 as if I did five separate television shows because the, 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 the concepts and the focus change so drastically every single year from the, and and four was the easiest one it was you know we're into college and uh it was a one that was uh not guaranteed to succeed so the early ones that we did really you know even though the ratings weren't weren't there in the same way uh that we had in the high school we clawed our way back and uh had a very successful november sweeps Amazing. We're going to talk about all of that. It's very exciting. And there's, look, special guest Karen in the background. She writes and she does uh, lighthouse work. Yes. Not much no. in the cooking, but lighthouse work. She's great. great. Uh, as they say, does not do windows. She is a good cook. She yeah. just doesn't do it very often, unfortunately. All right, guys, this is really right, fun. Guys. We should say uh, goodbye and thank you for uh, the, the show we had this week with Randy. Uh, I just want to say Randy, as a, yeah, Randy Spelling as a guest, was really oh, yeah. excellent. He was uh, so well spoken, and just his take on things, and growing up, and talking about you know watching dailies with his dad, and, and yeah. you know all the other stuff, and and just his generosity. Uh, to, uh, I don't know, just in his spirit, I thought was really great. He's a life coach now, and you could just really he just exudes a lot of uh, a warmth. And uh, but also the other thing we got to see was his acting, which really uh, was really solid. You know, in that whole episode, I, I was really proud. And the other thing we did was we were able to honor Jed Allen, our Rush Sanders, for the phenomenal work he did in the series. And we had his son Rick Brown on with us, and got a beautiful follow up note from Rick, and also a follow up note from his other son who watched the show. I don't yeah. know if you saw that from yeah. Mitch Brown. So both, you know, they just were really touched. Uh, uh, that we took the time and that people really loved their dad who was, you know, he just was a force on the show. I mean, we had so many wonderful people talking about him. We had, uh, you know, obviously months came on to the after dark. What do you got there, Chuck? I got just a question. Did Randy say that, do you know why he did not pursue acting? I mean, he's good at it. You said that, you know, that's a good question. We didn't ask him that, you know, I he talked about needed to be there to ask that particular question. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, I, did, I, you know, I'd forgotten also that he had worked with Peter Brinkerhoff on Sunset Beach for because he also was on Sunset Beach for a lot oh, of episodes. Sunset Beach, right, right. So he did that after 90210, I think. And um, I don't know. I mean, something happened. Yeah, it's a good thing to ask. Follow up with Randy next, on. Next time he comes he back. Oh, he should definitely come back on. He should definitely come on again. Yes. Yeah. And that's it. I think that'll be a really fun to get some of the kids' perspectives. Maybe we'll have Lindsay come on, you know, growing up uh, behind the scenes of the 90210 show, uh, the real 90210. That was like to be around. I think that could be a lot of fun. And well, Shira Wasson, and, you know, as well. Uh, Johnny. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Johnny's be been on, yeah. Be a fun show to do. Yes. All right. I like that. All right, guys. Good seeing you both. And uh, we will. Likewise. See you this week. Have a good rest of the news. Yes, yes thanks. Enjoy news. your weekend. All the news that you too. All right. Yes. See. Bye bye. Bye, guys. All right, Melanie. That was a lot of fun. I can't wait for the story slam. Um, yes. Anytime, Melanie, that I get to be in a relationship with Claire Arnold's a good day for me. So, obviously. Uh, <laughs> there you go. And by the way, when I was a kid in 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 watching this show, that was probably my my dream fantasy. <laughs> you know, so uh, totally worked today. 
All right, what are what are we doing now? What are we talking about? I have no idea. What Why don't we talk about Kid Ninety? It's a good segue from you know telling stories about the nineties into this uh, Hulu documentary by Soleil Moonfry. Um, of course, she's Punky Brewster, and I haven't watched yet, but it does feature footage from a lot of other prominent nineties stars, including Mark Paul Gossler, our very own Brian Austin Green, um, Balthazar Getty, um, Pete. Who else did you see in it when you watched? Um, Jonathan, is his name Jonathan Brandis? Did you say him? I did not say him. No. Yeah. Jonathan Brandis. I don't know if you know, if you remember him, but he, he was, a. I think he, I think he, well, he passed away. I just, I think it was excessive, um, the excessive lifestyle. And, um, she really goes pretty deep, punky. Oh, I'm sorry. Soleil. Soleil. Yeah. <laughs> she goes really pretty deep in this. And, um, I, I, I was really touched by it. So, it's fascinating to see our buddy Brian's in it. He's incredible and just so always so endearing when he talks about things. And you know what's funny about it? Uh, I don't think I'm spoiling too much, but in the in it, she talks about what a great friend Brian has always been to everyone. Aww. So, but it's really touching to see, and it's really nice. And I get that vibe off of Brian every time that I get to talk to him. That he's just a great friend. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah you get to know him, and you're. Brian's friend, your first friend for life, I feel. Yes, I can't wait to watch. I'm going to actually order Hulu this weekend. Um, my kids and I just rewatched the original Punky Brewster, and they love it so much. And now we're starting the reboot um, this weekend. So I'm all in on everything Soleil does right now. She's just the cutest. Totally. Okay, what else do we have? Do we have a trailer for it? You know what? Um, Todd, I believe, pulled a clip of Kid 90 um, that Brian had posted on his social media or maybe a photo of it. Let's, Let's see. At seven years old, I was cast as Punky Brewster. There were 12 kids in the business. We all knew everyone. I carried a camera with me everywhere I went. We did the things that teenagers did. We just happened to be in Hollywood. It got pretty crazy. It was like our 60s. <laughs> Men treated me more like a woman and not a 13-year-old. You start worrying about how you're perceived. Friends were reaching out for help. It seemed like I was losing a friend every week. This is really the first time I'm watching the tapes back. The most awkward period in your life. And that's when we were in front of the cameras. Learning who I was and what life was meant to be, that was with you. I can't believe you have this. Big question is, what happens once I unlock the vault? Ugh. I cannot wait. Yeah, I mean, uh, the trailer doesn't even really do it justice. It's a great film. so uh, and, and, and the trailer's really great. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's still, it's still great. So, yeah. And it's nice to see Brian promoting it since they are friends and, you know, he always promotes all his friend stuff and of course he's in it. So, um, yeah, well, he's fantastic. In it. All right. So what else do we have to cover? Um, you know, speaking of Brian, um, just a little tidbit we had heard in his stories uh, a couple weeks ago, he is filming with uh, the Connors right now, of course, which is the Roseanne spinoff. Um, not sure yet when that's going to air, but something that will keep on top of and share with you as soon as we know more. So that's exciting for Brian. Um, the other and thing to talk about Melanie is the fact that this we're doing this show uh, a year after a giant pandemic happened. Um, and yes. you know, it's it's tough to think about this last year because you know so many people passed away and it's been tough uh, for my friends and that have lost people and or you know and 
whatnot. And this really turned out pretty scary. But um, we have a couple of pictures of where where some people were and where we were, you know, at that time. I was planning to move to California at that time. Wow. Right before the pandemic, right? Right before the lockdown? Right before the lockdown. We drove hmm. across country in the lockdown. Um we got here safely, and in all, it all, we stayed in Airbnb. It was it was crazy. You got hair extensions. I did. I um, got hair extensions put in uh, the day before lockdown, so I never got to wear them out in public or debut them. And then I had to have my husband actually cut them out of my hair. So that was um, that was interesting. Um, and you know, just looking through the camera roll, right, of right before the pandemic hit, um, like I went to my last concert, you know, right before that, which was Guster, a music and comedy improv show here at the Music Box San Diego. Um, and I think it was the first or second night of their tour. Um, and it was obviously canceled after that. And um, hey, P, what was the last show or live music you saw before lockdown? Um, I don't, I don't know that, but I know that I went to. A diner in New Jersey with this person. This is Danielle Sepulveda. Nice. Uh, he's a huge Mets fan, and I was just starting to get into podcasting. And um, we we recorded a podcast at this diner in New Jersey, uh, mm. talking about what the 2020 Mets baseball season was going to look like. Boy, did we get, did we get that wrong? Right. <laughs> there was no way to no know way. what was coming, and it's so weird because this is the last dinner or diner or restaurant experience I had with somebody prior to lockdown, uh, and I had a Taylor ham egg and cheese. I can see there, but we were uh, we were just we were laughing about how we did not think that this pandemic or that the coronavirus was going to affect too many people. I mean, it was a full throttle experience, diner experience. Nobody was being cautious. Nobody was be wearing a mask. It is a it is a, a blessing that I did not get this COVID through right. the move through the diner uh, and through all the other things I did in the last in the last few days leading up to it. Was that your yellow beanie that you were wearing there? I really like that beanie. I always thought that yellow was a great color on you. I like that. Thank you so much for that one. You're so welcome. <laughs> it is my yellow beanie, and thank you so much. Yes, I, I, I misplaced it. Um, okay, so let's look at some other people. Speaking of other people, that would what they were doing last year at this time, here's my girl Kathleen. That's right. Show running on Swimming with Sharks. She's got... Um, yeah, she's she's working there without a mask, and you know, pre pre pandemic times, those were fun. I mean, I think that's um, Donald. Is it Donald Sutherland? Sutherland? Yeah, no. I was I was trying to come up with this name, and I was like, Keeper Sutherland. No, I Donald Sutherland. I almost said Keeper. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't want to say the wrong thing, so I just cut it off. I'm glad we've addressed that and moved on now. Hey, I know I have a lot of fun here about Kathleen and being she's my crush and and all that stuff, and that is all very true. But she's such a hard worker, and she's so good at what she does. And so it's you know it's always fun to celebrate how beautiful she is, but it's also fun for me to celebrate how talented she is. And if she you know listen, she was my TV crush not only just because she was you know just this beautiful thing on television, but because you could just tell out of the performances that she was really in it and so believable and just she's just so good at everything she does from acting and i can't wait to see what her stuff with showrunning looks like um i know she's an awesome writer so uh just want to give her mad love because uh i really would love to see that show and can't see what else she's working what was that on quibi or something it was going to be on quibi i don't know i have no knowledge to know what the plan is but uh, right but okay. i hope I hope that there is one for sure. 
Okay. Um, what other social pics we got? Oh, here we go. Uh, Jenny Garth posted this photo on set with her dog, Buddy. Um, speculation is that this could be a Hallmark Christmas movie. She did not confirm that, and we are not reporting that officially. But, um, yes, Jenny Garth is filming something right now, and uh, we're looking forward to see whatever it is. And her dog, Buddy, is adorable. All right. Very cool. Let's see. Tori posted this. I thought this was an amazing throwback. Throwback Tuesday, actually. Yeah. She did it on a Tuesday for some interesting reason. Um, and, of course, she shouted out her friendship with Brian and Shannon and how they'd always go out and hit the town together and, you know, just talking about their special friendship that they had. And, um, you know, we always love to see these throwback pics. I mean, I would love – you know, it's it's funny. When we talked to Randy this week and he started to share some of those memories and whatnot – I was just kind of like, God, I would really love to see a documentary about growing up spelling in that house and, you know, in in the context of a big Beverly Hills 90210 documentary. So, hey, maybe that's something that will happen down the line if maybe I get around to connecting with everybody and making that happen because that is a documentary, like I said last week, that I really, really want to make. Yeah. So. And you've got a producer right here. So, you know. That's right. Yeah. We just need an EP and lots of other things to, to come. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, some funding, uh, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Well, and some, <laughs> and, and some agreements, people saying, yeah, I'll be in. But I haven't started yeah. anything like that. But it's definitely something on my list of things I would really like to make. So Yeah, we've texted about it quite a bit. We have. All right. Look at this. This is, what is this now? Ooh, this was International Women's Day, and this was Lindsay Price. Uh, this is actually a photo of her mom. Um, there was another one in the carousel, but that's her mom right there in the center. Um, you know, and it's it was really nice to see many people posting on International Women's Day, whether it was themselves, daughters, uh, friends, moms, family, whatever. Um, it's nice to see that movement gaining momentum every year. So um, that was a really nice share. Uh, speaking of Lindsay, though, I want to plug this. Um, we're still developing this, but I have a logo for what is to come. Ooh. Lindsay and I are working on something, and we'll get deeper into it over the next couple of weeks. But we are working on a podcast. It's The Beat with Lindsay and Pete. Uh, this is the first draft of this. I love this. so I think Oh, this it is so cute. This is the first time I'm seeing it, and I love it. I like the look. I like the name. Oh, my God. It is adorable. So that is coming soon. Keep following 90 News for, for all the info on that. We're still developing and, and whatnot, and I think it's going to be just an absolute blast. Uh, maybe we'll get, maybe we can get Tiffany on at some point. Ooh, yes, maybe we can. Another International Women's Day post um, when Tiffany first became a mom in 2010. Um, of course, she's got daughters, and what a nice photo. Love that. Um, and she shared another photo this week, which I also thought was pretty cute not on International Women's Day, but cute nonetheless. She's great. Yes. All right, let's see. Um, I would guess do we're not going to show that picture, but that's okay. I don't have it. <laughs> oh, okay. You're not her, you don't have her face slammed down in the pancakes? I don't have that. That's oh. the pictures that I have here. For oh, okay. Well, I guess that's my bad. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, what are you going to do? Go yeah. visit Tiffany's Instagram. You can see it yourself. Yes. Um, and then when you're there, tell her to come on the Beverly Hills 90210 show. 
Yes, anytime, whenever she wants. Oh, here we go. Uh, Emma Caulfield. So uh, there was a Vanity Fair article with her and WandaVision, and she posted this on her Instagram, shouting out to her makeup team. I mean, God, she looks beautiful and stunning. Um, WandaVision is now over. I don't know if they're having another season, but I know they just had the finale. I haven't watched that one yet, Pete. Me what neither. about you? Not okay. yet, but it's on my li- it's on my, my short list of things that I wanted to watch. So God, I have such a long list. Actually, really quick, so I asked for TV shows to watch on Twitter this week and Matthew Lawrence got back to me and said you have to watch Catastrophe on Amazon Prime and what a great recommendation I'm already halfway through season two it's really funny love it and I now am recommending it to all of you amazing very very cool stuff um is there anything else that we have here I'm trying to look at the videos clips that you sent so the, there should be a video clip from Ian. Um, he was preparing a nice, healthy lunch, which looked delicious. I believe poached eggs on toast. Yum. That was on his Insta. This is making me hungry. <laughs> Ian's a cook. You know, he did a show called Worst Cook. Oh, actually, I did not know that, Pete. Thank yeah. you. Poached mm-hmm. eggs. My egg poacher. Little E-V-O-O. I like how Todd did that nice little time lapse there. Because yeah, that certainly wasn't iron. <laughs> right. It was a soup. It's a pretty long clip. So, yeah, yeah that was a good move. Oh, my God. Avocado. Oh, mm. I'm ready to have a good lunch now. I'm so yeah. hungry. Love Ian. Ian uh, gave some love to Jed Allen this week on our show. That was really sweet via message. So uh, thank you for that, Ian. You're always up to some cool stuff. So, yeah, nice. Really, really good stuff. Hey, I think this covers everything that you had on your list. I just That's want to- right plug again you know make sure you do the story slam 90210 and send us a dm uh to one of either instagram facebook or twitter send us your video your story and uh 30 seconds and we are going to look through those and start picking some out for the big uh story slam april 7th show okay uh anything else melanie or are you ready to say what you normally say i think i'm ready to say it pete um first i hope everyone has a great weekend um watch kid 90 on hulu i know i'm going to and with that 9021 